0: Welcome to the Wellbeing at Work podcast, where we help you optimize all aspects of well-being in the workplace. Hello and
1: welcome back to the Wellbeing at Work podcast. Delighted to have you. Today's episode is going to be a fantastic episode. I'm your host, Matthew Komen, alongside my partners, Dr. Cody Crockett and Alvi Thompson, Jr., Today, we are centered around a topic that is near and dear to my heart, and that is what is a holistic approach, and what does that even mean? I think the word holistic gets oftentimes a negative connotation, and we're here to provide you with a simple, practical understanding of how you can utilize being holistic in your life, and we'll give you some simple steps on how to do that. But starting off with the definition, to be holistic simply means to put together the parts of the whole in order to perform at your highest level or as your best self. So I'm joined here by two very holistic thinkers and doers. And I would love to pass the torch over to my business partner, Albie Thompson Jr., and allow him to go a bit deeper into what holistic means, also how he applies it in his own life and with clients?
2: Matt, great question. And the way that I think about a holistic life or being holistic at work is understanding that there are various aspects of you as an individual who make you exactly who you are as a whole it's understanding that you are a system of systems and every part of your physical mental and emotional well-being matters in having you optimize at your highest level so when i think about this for myself or the people that i serve it's thinking about how am i sleeping how am I thinking? How am I eating? How am I breathing? How am I interacting with others? Essentially, understanding that all these different aspects of me is what makes me who I am. And the most important thing to realize is that you're going to get so much more benefit when you focus on every single aspect of you, as opposed to just trying to focus on only one part and thinking that that's going to help you have you optimize yourself at the highest level. So when I think about a holistic approach, it's really understanding that all the aspects of your life is going to dictate what you get out of it. So for you Dr. Cody Crockett, how would you explain holism or a holistic approach?
0: Yeah, you've both made some really good points so far and and what comes up for me first is just looking at say traditional western medicine and we can look at each of the different aspects of Western medicine as you have specialists and you have generalists, you have specialists say like a a cardiac specialist, you may have a neurological specialist, you may have dietary specialists and each of one of these departments say are specialized in that specific area, but it's each one of those aspects that come together to treat the person. If there's no Person, there's no view of each one of these specialties in a more macro view. Then we're missing that perspective of looking at the whole. So we want to have specialists because specialists we can look at nutrition and we can dive deep into nutrition. We I know we all can talk all day about nutrition and the importance of all of these different aspects, but also nutrition is just one part of the whole. Movement is another aspect of it, and we can look at, you know, strength training. We can look at cardiovascular exercise. We can look at mobility and the importance of just moving your body tissues. And again, that's just looking through the lens, the specialty of movement. Now, it's really important to have these specialties, but to be able to zoom back, to take a step back and look at a macro view in a holistic perspective where we can look at all these specialties as a whole coming together to treat that individual. So it may seem like specialties are great. It may seem like generalists are great and all of them are helpful. All of them are necessary. And I think it's important to take a step back and to gain the greater perspective of looking at the person as a whole, or, um, if we're looking at a business as a whole, I know if we look at the different aspects of a business, we can go deep into different aspects of the business. But again, we want to take a step back, look at the business as a whole so that then we can look at the ultimate, the goal of optimizing the business, optimizing the person and whatever that looks like. So this concept, this idea of holism and being holistic and looking at uh, literally all of the aspects of the whole is really important. And You know, when we're looking at wanting to make a difference and make an impact on a person or a business, it's mandatory that we look at all of these aspects as we're looking at the more specialized aspects, also keeping in mind the macro, the holistic view as well.
2: Yeah, that's a great point, Cody. And I think when we think about it from Opti's perspective, what makes us different is that we do take this holistic approach to a business and every single person within that business is well-being right so what does that mean it's not just what many of the corporate wellness programs that we see out there are doing the problem with a lot of those programs is that they're simply only focusing on physical well-being right maybe they're doing stuff to track numbers around how many steps you're taking maybe they're trying to talk about what you should do for food maybe they're talking about what you need to do to understand where certain blood markers are at so they can give you a better health insurance quote or something like that. But what we found is that there's not enough emphasis on how are you managing your stress? How are you properly communicating? How are you making sure that everyone at the top of the organization is on the same page with every single person going down the organization? And for us, when we look at all these different aspects of physical, mental, and emotional well-being. It puts us in a place to really help you as a leader better understand how to bring a holistic approach, which is going to have so much more bang for its buck and helping you keep your employees happy, have higher retention, have less turnover, and ultimately have more productive employees day in and day out. Question for you, Matt, when you're thinking about an holistic approach in the workplace, What do you feel like are some of the main aspects that a leader at a business could focus on in order to really establish a holistic culture within that workplace?
1: Yeah, great question. I I think for leaders, it gets to start with you. And, you know, as you guys have listened to all of these golden nuggets of information, you know, I'd like to encourage the thought of where do I even start with this? You know, we can provide you with an understanding of what holistic means, but if you can't practically apply it, then we're not really serving you. So we'll take it to the next step. And when you think about yourself and assess yourself, take a step back and think about your physical well-being. Think about your social, your mental, your emotional, the things that may not you know, really get talked about. Think about your nutrition, think about your sleep, all of the aspects of your life. And we can provide you with a framework if you're listening and you want to get into business. We we do these things for a living. However, take a real look at where you're at in all of these categories. And to go back to your question, Alby, I think a real leader is somebody that can truly have the people that they're serving and the people that are following them, understand that I'm doing this work myself. Also I'm leading by example. I may need to, you know, figure out a new skill to build into say the way that I manage my stress. You know, if you're a leader in a company, it's likely that you're dealing with some forms of stress at some point, you know, you're, you're leading the charge. And so, You know, take this time to consider where there may be areas that you can improve and look at your life as a whole and understand hey, it's going to be a little bit difficult potentially at the start because I haven't really built this skill yet. And if you show your employees that you're willing to do that work, then your employees also are going to follow you into the promised land and do that work themselves. So I'll pause there and pass the torch to Dr. Crockett with any thoughts that you have, or really Alvi, you can jump in too on.
0: I'll go first.
1: Yeah, please.
0: Yeah, get out of the way, Alvi. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you made a lot of really good points, Matt. And I love that you said, a leader needs to lead themselves first. That truly is number one of just understanding that in order to lead others, we first must be able to lead ourselves. And by leading yourself, you then become the example. And so others look to you as the example of being the leader who takes action, who's being proactive, who shows up for themselves. And by showing up for themselves, others see that they see that as inspiration. They see that as motivation and they see that as a role model. When you can show up and lead yourself, that sets the tone, that sets the standard that each and every one of your employees also gets to take initiative and to show up at a high level. So I love that you said that. And also another thing that came up when you were speaking to that, Matt, was Uh, this concept of taking inventory of your current well-being for example for myself i have a system that i follow on a personal level to assess myself every six months where i look at five core categories say spiritual well-being physical well-being mental well-being and emotional well-being and then also looking at contribution to the world and this is just what i do for myself is i rate myself from zero to ten on how full that category feels. If I look at each one of those categories as a bucket, how full is that bucket from zero to 10? And this is a way that I can then measure and I can quantify how is my well-being in these different aspects. Because again, we're talking holism, we're talking holistic, we're talking about the whole. But again, we have these different aspects of the whole that come together to form the whole. So if we can look at each one of these aspects, where we can measure and we can take inventory of where we currently stand. Once we see where we currently stand, then we can take it a step further to see what are the gaps? What are the new things that I can do to get myself from a seven to a nine? What are the steps that I need to take in order to get from a seven to a nine? What's missing and where are my deficiencies so that then I can improve? And this is something that being in business together and doing the work that we do is we do this for businesses where we help to assess currently where they are in different categories of business so that then we can help them optimize their stress management or we can help them to optimize their foods, beverages and snacks or their nutrition. So when we can first take inventory and we can measure where we currently are, then we can see if I'm currently at a seven and my goal is to be a 10 What would it take for me to be at a 10? What are the tangible steps that I get to take in order to get to a 10? We do this with businesses. And I gave the example of what I do as a personal practice of every six months taking inventory of my own personal well-being. And when we can do this, it's a way that I have systems in place to help lead myself. And it's been very helpful for me and it's allowed me to show up and to continue to grow myself when we have these systems in place, taking this and applying it into the business world can be very useful as well, because if a business has a goal to say, hit certain revenue numbers or to make a certain impact on a number of people, well, we want to take inventory of where they are and also what the goal is and then what needs to happen in order to hit that goal.
2: I love that. I love that. It makes a lot of sense that what both of you are speaking into is that the first step to a holistic approach is to have awareness, to understand where are you currently right now? Where is it that you want to go? And ultimately, what can you do to fill those gaps as we talk about the workplace and understanding how a holistic approach is so relevant to you? Is this if you want to perform well at work? One, you got to understand that what you do outside of work is going to have a huge impact of what you can do in work. And at the end of the day, that is simply taking care of yourself, doing the things that fill your own cup, doing the things that are going to give you better physical energy, mental energy, and having tools to manage your emotions and ultimately manage your stress levels. Too often we see that people bring their home stress to work. And they bring their work stress to the home. So it's so important for you to have skills to ultimately ensure that you have the resources to do the things that you want to do and to get them done at a high level. So what I want you all to take a moment to do and do as homework is to define what this holistic approach look like for you in your life. What are the aspects that you're already focusing on? Maybe you're doing a good job of getting to the gym a few times a week. Maybe you're doing a good job of getting to sleep at a good hour, but maybe you're not doing something to slow down and manage your stress. Maybe you're not eating the foods that you want to eat to have great energy. Perhaps you're not having the hard conversations at work that need to happen in order for there to be clarity and continuity inside of the workplace. Basically what all three of us are saying is that it's extremely important to have a high level of self-awareness and to understand yourself so that you can then lead yourself and then ultimately be in a position where others can look to you as that leader and be like, Hey, that's
1: a great example of how I can take this holistic approach into my own life. Excellent. Alvi. Thank you for making it so clear for the listeners. And My final words, although we could have a really long episode on this and dive really deep into all of these topics and and subcategories of holism and a holistic approach, my final words of encouragement are to understand that you don't have to necessarily weight one category of the whole as more important than the other. They all integrate and work together. So my consideration or invitation for you all to consider is if one area of your life is scoring out at a really low level and you're not tending to that area, it's a guarantee. It's not highly likely. It's a guarantee that that's impacting not only the whole, but somewhere else. And so consider that that everything works together. You are a combination of all of these parts of the whole of who you are and start small. Start with a small, simple task when you can recognize and be aware to understand where the weakness is or where the gap is that you'd like to fill. And if you need some help, call us up. You know where to find us. And with that being said, thank you for tuning in. We did a 20 minute episode on a holistic approach and what is holism. And I hope that you can leave with some key takeaways and with the ability to really assess what this means to you and how you can practically apply it to your life as a leader and how that will impact the people around you, your team, your employees, your family, everybody. So peace and love listeners, see you next time.
0: If you found this podcast valuable, we invite you to check out our free checklist, the five action items to optimize your workplace today. You can grab yours over at www.optiwellbeing.com. That's O-P-T-I, wellbeing.com. Get yours now, and we'll see you there.